You are now listening to Table for One Dumb Boy. Dinosaur story. <laughs> you remember that movie? No. The movie We're Back a Dinosaur the Story. Time. No, no, it was a movie called We're Back a Dinosaur Story. Oh. I've seen all thirty of the Land Before Time movies. I feel like I've seen them, but not all of them. There's a lot of them. Remember they put one like two or three of those out a year? Mm-mm. Well, they did. Anyway, <laughs> we're back in it like pack spinach. I don't know. I've been sitting on that one, and it makes no sense. Back in and like pack Spanish. Yeah, guys, it's been a while. Been a few months. Wow. It's been since we got back from New York, and boy, that's that seems like yesterday, and it hasn't yeah. been. It's been a few months. Yeah, it's been since September. The beginning of October. We got back on. Yeah. O- we left on October fourth. I thought we left on twenty ninth. Oh, you talking about we got back from? We New got York. back from there. Oh yeah, I miss New York. I really do. Yeah, it's uh. It's a lot. It's part a lot. of it sucked when I got sick. It did. But um, for the most part, I had like the best time of my life, and I have memories forever. I saw everything I wanted to see. I got Chanel bags. It was a fun experience. Yeah, you I got can to always go. say that I've been to New York. Yeah, and you got to you got to uh, do the Canal Street thing. Mm-hmm. It was like I think we talked about it on the episode. But it was like we met that Chinese lady on the corner. Then we had to yeah. walk a few blocks, meet a Chinese guy. Then somebody pulls up in a van. And it was like a fucking drug deal. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. It really was very interesting. I enjoyed every second of that though. That was very exciting. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it was a hiatus. We kind of needed, you know, I was kind of burning myself out, uh, doing two episodes a week, worried about the quality. So I yeah. took the, you know, you, I stopped posting on Patreon. I told everybody to delete their pledges if they wanted. Um, that's still an option. Delete your pledge if you still. I know there's some people that are still pledging. Um, you know, do what you want. But uh, I'm probably not going to post on that for a while. We're back to doing weekly episodes this way. Does that sound good to you? We'll put them out once a week. And, yeah. You know, and uh, this is a good way to start back up. I think so. You know, like I don't want to burn myself out, and plus, you I know, wasn't really burned out though. But I mean, you do have to edit it and yeah, do the sound and all of that. And then this so, mic that I have, a lot of it too. Well, not a lot of it, but some of it. This mic's the mic I'm talking into now currently is shitty, and I got to be very fragile with it. So I need to get a new one of those um next paycheck but um yeah i'm making it work right now um you know in the time off i I finally did something about my mental health and i got put on fucking prozac so here's the thing with that it's it can you tell a difference yeah i can tell a major difference because nick used to get so upset like we were in traffic like he would like punch the steering wheel he would curse and yell and he's very calm now like he may say get the fuck out of the way or something like that but it's not as intense as he used to be yeah like any little thing would set me off and i get to scare me i just think you're gonna slap the shit out of me nah (laughs) (laughs) it's a good rumor to get going around that i'm violent you know (laughs) against my girlfriend to think that i know you know i would never do that we talked about that earlier today that i wouldn't 
But uh, yeah, I've been a lot calmer. And uh, here's the thing with the Prozac, though. It works. Like, it took a little while, but I do notice a difference, and I'm a lot happier, and the anxiety isn't off the fucking rails. But I notice because of that, I also I haven't written any new material since I've been put on it, really. I've had a couple of new jokes I've written, and... Um, I just don't feel as funny is the only downside to it. It kind of sucks. And like, you know, you always hear that. You always hear you gain weight and you, uh, if you're a comedian, it makes you not as funny. And it, I mean, it's kind of true. I've gotten lazy uh, as, you know, cause the anxiety would make me pace around and like, as a, like to help kind of wind me down, I would go work out every day. And now I don't have that. I don't just pace around my house. I can actually relax and watch a movie. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to make that work because I love doing this. And, you know, I, I, I like bitching about things. But, you know, at, <laughs> at the risk of me being unhappy. Like bitching so. about things. But I don't want to be unhappy my whole life because of yeah. it. And, you know, it's you got to... I got to find a media, a balance between the two, you know, and, and that's what I'm trying to do now. And that's kind of why I needed time off. Um, I think I'm in a spot now where I'm, I'm, I'm back comfortable recording again though. You know, I feel like everyone has a certain form of like depression and anxiety though, because I will talk to people at work, like my friend Liz and, um, she has it, but I can't really tell by how she acts, but she has like issues when it comes to, I guess, like being around people and like, let's say someone asks her a question and she like fumbles over her words or something like she'll worry about that for like weeks and beat herself up about it. Yeah, that and sounds would, severe. Yeah. And I would tell her how I have it. And she was like, Dory, I don't think you have depression and anxiety. I'm like, I do. I'm just really good at continuing to move i guess like i can still pretend and look like i'm still in my normal life but i have circumstantial depression like i don't have it to where it's just ingrained in me where every day i feel just for no reason yeah it's just if something happens like a money situation or something at work or this bullshit that we're going through with the apartment complex like stuff like yeah we can get into that actually holy shit depressed um but yeah, it, it has been, you know, I, I'm probably not being very funny right now. We're not, you know, this is just a kind of warm up episode to get us back into it, put something out for y'all. It's free, you know, like, you know, it's it's to help me get back into the routine of doing it and then I'll be funny again. So I'm sorry if it's not as funny as it normally is and I'm not bitching as much. I'm very happy right now. I'm happy with you. I'm happier I've ever been with you, yeah. Um, you know, in this, this time off too, like, uh, you know, I've always loved you. You know, I knew I loved you pretty pretty soon on and us talking but like you know the past few months where we hadn't been as doing this as much like i've realized it more you know not to say i didn't appreciate it before but i appreciate it more yeah now and i see what i have and i see a lot of people don't have that and that really what this podcast is is me to brag about that and tell you all you lonely fuckers (laughs) that you'll never have this and that you will die alone and that uh i want y'all to know that is all that is is just a you know humble brag yeah. Which really, that's not even a humble brag. That's just me being a dick uh, <laughs> right out the fucking gate. Um, I put it out there, though, on Instagram. I'll go ahead and get this out of the way, you know, because okay. this is what some people listen for, I think. Some people, like a few people, responded. <laughs> it's nothing crazy. But, um, you know, I, I put it out there that we're coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we got some stuff to talk about. Me and you probably going to talk about the apartment complex issue we're having. Yeah. We're, we're trying to move in together. My new look. Your new look. New hair. I wear earrings now. Yeah. You know, I wanted to get the thing about the me finally fucking getting medication out of the way. Um, 
And, you know, I did that. So I guess that's really, I'm sure I'll fucking expound on that on every other fucking episode at some point. But, um, yeah. Oh, we can talk about my work situation too. What is the guy that reported me? Oh yeah, we do need to talk about that. That 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 happened in the time off. So yeah, we'll we'll do the apartment complex thing, your work situation, Uh, and real quick, I'll do the. um, I put it on Instagram on an Instagram story. Me and you were coming back this week, Mm -hmm. and I was like, "Hey, is there anything you want us to talk about?" So you just want to knock it out like kind of a flash round real quick. What some? uh, Nothing crazy, you know. Like uh, I had some suggestions about uh, a friend of mine uh, that's in the service industry had an idea for episode. She wanted to come on and talk about our DUIs that we've had. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be interesting. That's something to look forward in the future, maybe. Um, We had one, you know, uh, and me and Chris talked about this on our podcast, but uh, we we can talk about it on this too because me and you. Uh, went to see Uncut Gems. Oh, guy. Janae uh, Nuzo wanted us to talk about that. She's okay. one of our favorite yeah, listeners. And uh, so we got to fucking talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of Uncut Gems? The Safety Brothers knew. I love that movie. Like, Nick always hypes up, like, anything that's Paul Thomas Anderson or Safety Brothers and anything that... Any is- auteur filmmaker that's, like... That A24 production company. Not anything they do. They fell off pretty Yeah, because that movie you showed me that they did with the crazy people that were like dancing and they were oh, like... Oh, Climax? Was that, was that A24? That fucking movie. Yes. A24 did that. I okay. I hated that movie. It sucked. But anyway, that one jams was really good to me. Um, yeah. I, and I hopped it up and I'm still hopping it up. Yeah. I actually ordered... I went to A24 store today. They, they You know, I told you they were going to release the uh, Uncut Gems merch this week. Well, they did, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" You right went on to their store. You mean online? Yeah, the A twenty four store. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish they did. I would love a physical fucking store. But um, no, uh, they don't have any shirts or anything with the Uncut Gems merchandise, and a lot of it was expensive. They had a basketball with Uncut Gems on it. Mm-hmm. It was like a hundred dollars. I don't want that. Um, they had uh, a little five. The, what I bought was a little five dollar. Uh, Zion like magazine mm-hmm. um, that the Safety Brothers put together for A24. Okay. And it's an uncut gem zip issue. I bought that. That's all I got. And $5. Why the fuck not? Uh, but they, what I really wanted was they had the Furby, the Diamond Furby. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. It sold out, though. It sold out within fucking minutes. Of so, course. Yeah. And I, I don't even know how much it was. The, the, the price listing wasn't on there because it sold out so quick. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I really wanted that Furby, you know, just to have <laughs> the, the rock every now and then. I'd fucking wear that every now and then. People know what the fuck's up. People that know the movie would be like, that's some cool fucking merch. People that don't know the movie would be like, what a, What the fuck is wrong with this guy? It was interesting for me, though, to see um, Adam Sandler, like, in a role like that. Because I'm used to seeing him, like, as, like, the funny guy and not anything really that, like, gritty. And I found him very attractive in that movie. <laughs> it's Howard Ratner. Yeah, Howie I've Blink. never been attracted to Adam Sandler before. But I'm like, he looks kind of hot like that, even though he was a scumbag. But... I don't know. It's just I thought it was a good look for him. Like his whole swag, like the um, <laughs> scumbag jeweler. Yeah, the jewelry. I do like that yellow polo he has in it. Yeah. That he wears with the leather jacket. Yeah. I kind of want to be Howie for uh, Halloween. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's fucking great. It's, uh, yeah. you know, one of my favorite movies of the year. The music, the visuals, the color, like all of that stuff. Yeah, the uh, guy that does their music, the, the composer for their yeah. movies. Uh, Danny Lapadin, I guess I'm saying his name right, but he goes by 10 Tricks Point Never, and he's 
he's he's a musician, but yeah, he's no tricks. Yeah, he's like a, a, a electronic music technician or te- okay. musician, te- uh, and um, he's done stuff with Trent Reznor and stuff. It, it's really good, and um, uh, he's in Nine Inch Nails. He's basically the Nine Inch. He's the Nine Inch Nails guy. He he basically is Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, that's Trent Reznor. <laughs> But um yeah, and he scores movies now too. He scored mm-hmm. David Fincher's uh, movies. He scored uh, that Bird Bird Box. Is that it on Netflix? With, um, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Netflix. he scored that. Um, he scored the new Watchmen series, which is mm-hmm. very shitty. Me and you tried to watch that. Mm-hmm. Not super into it, but yeah, we loved Uncut Gems. Uh, love it's the up there with um, Good Time for me. Yeah, like, I think for movies that you've introduced me to, like I can watch Good Time. Probably anytime once a week. It's I good. I watched it. Yeah. It's it is like our me and me and you like our little favorite movie. Yeah. It's like our movie. You know, some couples yeah. have songs and stuff. Yeah. That's our movie. Yeah, you know, it's good time, and I think it's on equal footing with good time. I think mm-hmm. they got more money to make this, obviously, and mm-hmm. so uh, it looks. You know, it's a big fucking Hollywood production movie now. Yeah. You know, it's a big budget movie for a, for an indie movie anyway. Yeah. And uh, so, like it, you know, like it's it's on paper a better movie. Yeah. But either one of those, like, I think mm-hmm. they're equal. Like they're in their own right. I think they're both yeah. equally anxiety-inducing. Good time from start to finish. You're like, they're good at that. They're kind yeah. of the the guys that give you anxiety when you. They're the edgy. Yeah. They're literal. They've like redefined the genre of suspense for mm-hmm. for movies now. And it's like yeah. it's this different approach to like thriller yeah. movies. And uh, it, it's interesting. Like they're, they're very innovative, and I, I, I like what they do. And I've just I've been raving about these fucking guys forever. I'm glad to see Uncut Gems is uh, as successful as it is. Yeah. It's one of those things. Like I've been on the Safety Brothers. I've been telling you they're good, but I'm not like annoyed that it's popular because yeah. that just means they're going to get more money now to make whatever mm-hmm. they want. And I'm all b- bored for that. I, I don't know what I was going to compare it to. What? <laughs> So when I was younger, whenever my grandma would take me to um, McDonald's, the hotcakes and sausage, I would always ask them to add an extra one. So when they came up with the hotcakes and double sausage, we would always say that I started that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so now everyone's on that track. You're on fucking board now. <laughs> Dude, I never... With the double sausage. I must be the biggest fucking retard ever, like, to never think that, like, hey, ask for extra. <laughs> Cause like I loved those growing up, hot kicks and sausage. Yeah. I used to get my mom it to take. So good. But you ever asked for extra? No, Until like came out with double. Sandwich. I was lucky to get to go. My mom like hated taking me to McDonald's when I was Why? a kid. It was a fucking treat. Well, she just didn't fucking like going to McDonald's. She preferred to cook you um, home cooking. Yeah, nutrition. she liked cooking, and you know now in hindsight that's obviously well, better. But yes, because baby, her food is amazing. It is. She cooks for us all the time, and how great is that? She she she's opened up and it's open. I to, still haven't met her though. Yeah, she wants to meet you. It's just we hadn't really had a great opportunity to do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean that's great though. That's she a big asks step. About me. She does. Like, that's a big step. Very sweet. She uh, always asks about you. She she's like, take this to Dorian whenever I'm at her house. She give me some food. She's like, make sure yeah. to get some for Dorian. I like that. Yeah, that makes me feel good because I don't really. I don't know if you guys know this, but I don't really have like a big family anymore like my family is basically my sister my friends and nick that's a that's a perfect segue into the other uh another um suggestion one of the listeners uh wanted to talk about um 
is uh, I want to hear what you two did to celebrate all the holidays, even if it was uneventful, which it was. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you want to hear us talk about it? We will. I don't think. I feel like it turned out good. We uh, had we had a good time. Like we were broke as shit, basically. Yeah. And um, I know everybody thinks that I'm not because I'm fabulous. All the bootleg and I keep shit. Up, but. Don't let the bootleg shit fool you. But not even just that. Like, my hair, my makeup, like, everybody at work just always assumes that I'm, like, a kept woman. They think that Nick is just, like, showering me with They think you're, yeah, they think. for anything. They think I'm a sugar daddy. And it's really offensive to me, honestly. it's offensive to me, too. What you told me today kind of hurt my feelings. I don't really get my feelings hurt that much, but that was kind of like, damn, really? Like, do I? Which part? You were talking about a coworker said like, um, oh, about you being like nerdy looking. No, you said that, but they were, like I don't. Know, I get that all the time. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, but um, I mean, look, I, I know how I look. Did you have a brother? If I have a brother, and they were like, do I have to ki-? like it? it, it they, yeah. I guess they kind of assumed you're in a situation where you're like, don't aren't attracted to me and it's for mm-hmm. money or something yeah and she was like do you have to kiss them and stuff like that yeah. and it's well, like she wasn't talking about you she but but that you know that's where her head's kind of yeah at. i get it because like well, I, I could be wrong bag of mine she'll be like um well we're actually cool now but when it happened i did kind of tell her about herself because it makes it i seem, did kind of tell her about herself i did but it makes it seem as though okay I'm dating Nick. He's a white guy. Okay, so because he's white, that's the only reason Dorian is with him because he's doing this and doing that. And it's basically her sugar daddy. And that's not the way that it is. And that's like, I don't know if maybe because I do talk positively about you at work. I have pictures of us all over my desk. And I do say how you're always there for me. But I'm not telling people like, oh, he does this, he does that. It's just like, he keeps me... Like my man has my back is basically Absolutely. what I tell them. And then no, like, when the whole what? New York thing happened, that even took it over the board even more. Like, ooh, now you got him taking you to New York. I'm like, it's not even like that. I want you to go. Right. And it's not like you didn't pay for your fucking ticket or anything. Like you 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 wanted to go and I you, I was like, Yeah, it'd be more fun if you went. I don't want to go by myself. But, like, it, it, it's wild. Like, it, it is one of those things, though. I told you yesterday. But I would rather them say that than be like, what the fuck does your man do for you? Right. <laughs> well, when I'm flat broke and have no money, like, I always try to find a way for us to eat yeah. and stuff. And, like, you know, I'll, if I have to, I'll, I've, I've got, like, a, a hoarder amount of shit at my house that I'll find that I can, like, pawn or sell. Like, yeah. not shit that's valuable. Like, just shit to make a little extra money that I, I don't need. Last night, you made me eggs. I made you eggs last night. I made us both some eggs, you know. Christmas, she made bacon, eggs, and... That was that was a holiday thing we did that was kind of eventful, yeah. I guess. I made you br- Christmas <laughs> breakfast. I made you some honey. I, I heated up a honey bun for thirty <laughs> seconds and made you bacon and eggs. The easiest breakfast to make. It was but really good though. Thank you. Thank I'm you a chef. This. You know, <laughs> there are chefs in Birmingham that would punch me in the fucking face for saying that. But um, yeah, you know, like the way I see it is, we're together. You know, I, I love you. What's mine's yours. Yeah. You know, and vice versa. Like, whenever you have money and help out, like, you help out, too, all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, it's just we have each other's backs. Like, you know, we're with each other a lot, and you bet we basically live with each other now. I'm never at my fucking house. No. <laughs> I'm probably about to move into here if they don't hurry up on this fucking apartment thing, which we can get into now. Um, that, okay, so. Give them a rundown. I'm going to go get my uh, bottom of water. We have new management now in my apartment complex, and when me and Nick decided to move in together, we 
kind of dragged our feet on looking for a place, but I suggested recently that we move into a two-bedroom in the complex I'm in now because it's easier and it's like we don't have that far to move and yada, yada, yada. So a couple of months ago, they asked us to submit a letter stating that I wanted to do a transfer and it'll take 60 days. Even, Even though you've lived here and pay your rent. Right, and I've lived here twice before like off and on it's just it's been a while but anyway um they not even off and on like consistently straight you haven't moved out of this complex for years right i moved here in 2013 i stayed for a year i left and i came back oh okay well i guess and i've been here ever since but um they asked us to submit pay stubs and they were like, oh, we'll give you guys an answer then. And basically, they just want to see if we can afford the two-bedroom. Which we can. Yes, because basically what two I pay people now can. is close to what I pay. would be paying for a two-bedroom. You're, ba- you're cutting issue. your shit in half if we do this. Basically, it's like, right. oh, you you can afford it more now. Why wouldn't we just go ahead and fucking approve you for it? Exactly. But they're kind of like, I feel like they're like prejudiced against us. I really do. And yeah. I, I don't like to throw that fucking around. I don't like to throw I that accusation. Either. Like, I never say that i don't even get offended or assume because somebody's being some type of way because i hate people that do that because of my sexuality or my gender or our relationship being the way that it is usually i try to give people the benefit of doubt they may just not like you for you it may not have anything to do with your choices in life either way it's fucking prejudiced it's because they don't like us for some reason that they won't do a bit won't do do business with us which is just off on her ass in an email yeah, pull that email up and tell to like read it. I um, got that bitch told. But here's the thing though, is like I do get a prejudiced vibe from them because I had to go get mail for you from there, which they gave you the fucking runaround on. Mm-hmm. You had your you had a package at the uh, leasing office. And um, we're, we're, we, I had to go get it for you because you. By the time you get off work, the lease and office is closed. It was just like no win for you as far as being able to do that by yourself. Like I had to do it, and I go there to get it, and I just got this vibe like because they know they see us all the time up there. You know when you pay your yeah. rent and stuff. We've been up there a lot, and um, the girl that works there, and I could be completely fucking wrong if I'm not, and if I am, I'm very sorry. Because if y'all listen to this podcast, you know I don't throw around fucking like accusations like that i think it's stupid when people do that shit unless it's like a legitimate fucking problem but with this what was i don't even think i told you this till now um i was talking about getting your package right Mm -hmm. and i was like uh yeah i was like yeah it's for my girlfriend uh and she was like oh your girlfriend and i was like yeah it's like what's the problem it was like in a tone kind of like that that ain't a fucking girl and it's like, any, like I said, strike me fucking dead if I'm wrong. But I just got that fucking vibe. I don't like, I don't like being that guy that's like, I, I'm not a social justice fucking warrior yeah. that looks for reasons to be offended. I'm the, I'm like the opposite of that to an annoying fucking level, probably to where like people probably hate me because of it. Cause like I, I, I mean, my, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I typically, Whenever there's a fiasco with a comedian that, that, that everybody gets pissed at, like this Ricky Gervais thing with the Golden Globes, I usually take the comedian side, stuff like that. So, like, when I say this, I'm not saying it, like, I don't take it lightly. Like, I, I but I did get that fucking vibe. Yeah. And fucking, that shit exists. Like, it is something, it is a yeah. fucking problem. I, I felt that way in New York. We talked about it. 
I don't know if it's the interracial thing. I don't know if it's because you're trans. I don't know what it is, but like I get that vibe from people sometimes, and it's it's absolutely true. But what gets me though, at least with that, not to get off track, but I usually don't feel that way here. But for some reason in New York, like you would think more that so. it would be more open and people wouldn't care. But I felt more of that there than I do here. And it could I don't be like anybody pays us any attention here. I think it's because there were more people and were around. We were around way more people mm. there. I guarantee if we go out in the sticks here, it's way worse. I, I, I thought about <laughs> that, you know, because I did notice it was worse there. Yeah. But we were around hordes of people all day constantly. Yeah. So, like, that that, that, that kind of unbalances it, if that makes yeah. sense. But, yeah. It, it, I, mean, it, I don't give a shit, though. Like, it doesn't make either. me sad. Like, what they think about me doesn't make me wake up go to bed sleep crash shit piss right none of this i don't give a fuck we're both 31 we don't fucking yeah we've lived a life enough to where it's like we've we've dealt with the part where we care about like growing up being the way that i am like i've already lived all of this you've lived it way more than i have (laughs) yeah so it's like i have a thick skin when it comes to stuff like that but um i sent her an email yeah i guess back to that (laughs) (laughs) and it said management just wanted to reach out to express a few concerns that I have. My name is Dorian Hicks. I live in building blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Since the change of management, the communication between you all and tenants has become horrible, to say the least. A few months ago, myself and my boyfriend came in to apply for a transfer to a two-bedroom. I was told to submit pay stubs. I have done so. Since then, I have asked twice about an update. No response. I have left messages and asked to have my calls returned in regards to this matter. No response. This is by far very unprofessional. I need to know by the end of this month if an apartment is available to do a transfer because my boyfriend's lease is up and we need to know we will have somewhere to move. Fast forward to today, I called to see if my package could be left outside of the office or on my porch by maintenance or someone and was told simply no. This is not how you do business with people paying to live in your community. There is always constant communication when rent is a day or two late. But when we as tenants need something, it's like you all are annoyed with the questions. I came by the office around 7-ish the other day. I know the office was closed. However, the manager was still there. So I knocked on the door to get my packages and was asked, Is there an emergency? We've been closed for three hours. That has nothing to do with anything. If someone is there and available, closed or not, me retrieving my package should not be an issue. So basically, I just kind of scolded her and her behavior and how she's being as a manager. And so... Because for me, anyway, it's a matter of... I'm just trying to secure a spot so I'm not homeless. And there's 12 units available. That's the whole thing about it. 12. Yeah. So there's that. And it's just like, why can't we just be like, hey, we want one of those. We're for sure going to get that. Like, I need to know, though. I need to tell my fucking landlord because he doesn't know yet. He doesn't know that I'll be out of here in less than two months. Right. If that even. Right. About a month. I need to be out by March. Like, and I can't. If push comes to shove, I'm gonna have, you're gonna have to resign a lease for this place, and me and you both are gonna have to share this place with all our shit. It's not a matter of it. Like, if we just need a bigger spot, because both of our we have a bunch of shit, and my shit will not fit here. Yeah. It's gonna look like an episode of Hoarders, and I'm not <laughs> fucking doing that. Or I guess I mean, if they don't give us something, we're gonna have to. Yeah. It's gonna be six months of hell. 
feel like we can make it work. We will, and it won't be hell, but it'll be. It, this place will be ugly. Right there, and put some stuff in there. Oh yeah, I mean Clean we'll have to do that. Closet. You're right. I mean, yeah, I can put my a lot of my Clean shit in there. Mind. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Y'all can't see anything we're talking about, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, but uh, you know, it would be preferred for us to have like a nice little spot where we can comfortably, yeah. you know, put our shit and like make it look nice. I don't want yeah. it to look like we're just fucking scraping by. I'm in my 30s and I'm still, you know, like by this age, my fucking, you know, our generation before us, our parents all had fucking houses and property and shit. Mm-hmm. Then they fucked the economy up and fucked us over. And now we're having to fucking scrape by and get scolded by them constantly. I love it. And that's the crazy thing about it. Like everybody I know, at least from like, you know, college on, we all pretty have like pretty decent jobs. Like I make over 20 something dollars an hour, but which is very lucky. Right, but I don't feel like I do because number one, I have 401k that's taken out. That's like $150 each check. I have um, taxes. What else do I have? I have like student loans and all that stuff. So, one, oh, medical insurance. Mm-hmm. When all of that is taken out my check, that's at least four or $500. And it's like really like you, you every time, like you had this app on your phone that kind of helped you budget. Yeah. And it's like, it tells you how much you save like the mm-hmm. past month, I think. Yeah. And it's like. I didn't notice that. <laughs> right. It said you all. saved a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, what in December? Yeah. And it's like, where did that go? Because I, I didn't see a, like any of that. Right. I didn't see it either. I'm like, okay, maybe they mean because I transferred some money to my savings and left it there for a little bit. But once I needed it, I transferred it to my checking. I don't know. But regardless, it's like. I feel like even if you do make around what I make or even a little bit more, you're still kind of like struggling because everybody I know who is in the same position that I am, people that are even married with kids and they live in the same household, they're still having those type issues because it's like, it's just rough. Yeah, it's awful. I had to get a banana. Sorry. (laughs) Everything is so fucking expensive. Like rent is overpriced. It's like the same amount of fucking mortgage. It's ridiculous. But yeah. I hope we're not fucking boring you guys to death. Um, this is, like I said, just a kind of a warm-up. We're going to be back in the flow of things, you know, as we keep going. Um, and I just, I'm glad, you know, we're putting shit out again. Because I haven't, you know, I've been lazy and not really been doing much, you know. Um, hadn't done much stand-up uh, in the past no, month or so. Like, I've done some book stuff. Hadn't been hitting mics as much. Um, I don't know, like, and I think it's the medication, but I, like, I don't feel I funny. It's just that though, like, uh, as far as you said, the whole lazy thing, like, the hours you work and the hours I work, the days that we get off together, it's like we work so much. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to make it seem like I guess like we're always so busy with like stuff that we have to do when you do have a moment it's like you don't want to do anything right that, i want to spend my time watching we're watching dexter now it's so good i'm trying to give it another shot because i what were we watching before dexter was it true blood true blood no we were watching six feet under oh yeah we breezed through that shit we've watched <laughs> a lot of shows since we were last on here we were watching true blood i think when um yes. or was it succession we were watching I think succession, yeah. So we've killed True Blood, Six Feet Under, and half a fucking Dexter in the time we've had off. Um, but Dexter, you know, like, I, I watched it years ago. 
and got to about where we're at now, which is uh, season four. And um, we finished. I, I finished season four, and so we're we're done with season four now. There's like one more episode left, and I got to that, which is a great season. Yeah, and I think I started five and was like, I'm not really into this. It's not nothing's I only happening. I watched season one when it first came out, and I never watched it again. But it's so good up to season five, and if I remember correctly, it kind of starts falling off and not good. So hopefully, mm-hmm. we can push through it. I I do want to finish it either way. Yeah, me too. I'm um, sucked in. So if you hadn't seen it, I guess I, I don't know what to tell you. Like we won't oh. we won't go in depth about it. But it's on Netflix. It's there. I mean, it's eight seasons. I think of. Of that show. <laughs> Something interesting to tell you guys. Did you guys know I was a, um, I'm a Me Too? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about this. So. No, you, you got Me too <laughs> Yeah, I got Me too at work. So, Such bullshit. <laughs> right. As you guys know, not to toot my own horn, but I know I'm a very, very attractive lady. We all know. And... There are a lot of guys who, when they look at me, they're very confused because they're attracted to me and they don't know how to handle it. But they're like, oh, that's a man. That's a trans, whatever. It's not right. And then it's like they. But they still say you're attractive. Right. Like even the other day, not to go off subject, but one of my friends told me that one of the um, supervisors over the technicians came to her the other day to ask her for something and kind of looked around. It was like, damn, you and Dorian, the only bad bitches back here. Like, he was then like, he oh, said, don't um, tell her, him that I said it. Didn't he say something along the lines of though, like that's Dorian's a man though. So, Oh no, this was, that was said before, like last year. This was said a couple of weeks ago. Well, let's hear about the sexual harassment <laughs> thing. Okay. So yeah, there's R. a Kelly over here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a technician who I would always email back and forth with because he would like ask me to help him out with like work related stuff, and I could tell that he liked me, but I never would say anything like flirting with him or anything because number one, I'm in a relationship, and yeah, I know. just wasn't trying to go there. So and you love me very much, and you would never do that. No. But then eventually he um, would flirt and stuff. And the way that I am, I've said this before, when I notice that a guy likes me outside of my relationship, <laughs> I will use him for money. I know this sounds horrible. It's okay. But I'll get... It helps us out. To, right. There goes that fucking me, like, mic again. Sorry. Food for um, lunch or something like that. Like I'll be at work and I'm like, oh, cash out me $20 or $10 for lunch. And they'll send it. So one day he randomly asked me, what was I eating for lunch? And I was like, I don't know because I don't have any money. There you go. And he asked for my cash app. And all of this is in the email for um, work. Also, I don't think that's like sinister or anything. You're like, you knew what you were doing, but it was like, um, I I don't think it's that bad. Exactly. He offered it. And if he he didn't offer it. cash app and I sent it to him. If he didn't offer it, I don't see you being like, well, can you give me some? No, I would never do that. So you were just fishing and you got a bot is all that is. And so over like a period of maybe like six months or so, he would send me like $20 this day for lunch, $10 that day. Thirty dollars one time, and just always. Where do you think you're eating? Fucking uh. I don't know, but he sent it to me, and I used it several times with this money. I have bought me a Nick stuff, like several times. But anyway, um, I guess he finally saw after six months. (laughs) 
that it wasn't going anywhere besides us just talking back and forth via email. See if this fucking mic works. Sorry. It it keeps shorting out. But yeah, right. Anyway. He went to um, a lot of people around work and said that I was sexually harassing him, that I was trying to... um, Get him to like have sex with me. You have and, receipts, right? And all of this is in the work emails. And then the thing is, he would tell me stuff in the work emails about, "Oh, your body's so nice," and this and that. So there's that. And he never went to HR, but he told people that he was going to get me fired for it. So, so he had no intention of doing it because he knows that he would get fucking fired. Right. But I know that Coward. he knew they were going to tell me. So I guess he thought by doing that, I was going to be like, oh, well, let me just fuck him to shut him up or something like that. No. So I Hush took it money. upon myself to go to um, HR and management. And they even were like, they kind of laughed, like, really? Like, because everybody knows about my relationship. They yeah. all know how much I love you, pictures, all of that stuff. And it was like, he doesn't seem like he would be your type. It was like, not to be funny but like what can he do for you i'm like nothing it's the right thing about it. i said but the crazy thing is i have proof to show what he said to me and that he's going around saying this shit right. to people so i forwarded everything to them they read it and it was like okay this is ridiculous they Did had they... a conversation with him i don't know if he got fired but i think he got written up or something he like very that. well like i mean honestly look he should have because that's defamation well yeah yeah technically yeah probably I'm not somebody that, like, I, I think... It, and he sent me a dick pic on Facebook. Okay, that's different. <laughs> Probably should have got fired. Um, I'm not mad that he didn't, though, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, he's, a dick, he, he's a dickhead. He's a dickhead because everybody's got to fucking eat. Mm-hmm. And I think he very and well possibly could have learned from... that's the reason why I was upset. Because it's like, you're trying to mess with my job and the way that I pay my bills, my livelihood. It's already hard enough. I wouldn't fuck you. It's already hard enough. Right. So I'm just like... And then the fact that people actually... I don't know if people believed it, but it's like, it was going on for six months or so. Because I guess it started since the time me and him were talking. But nobody ever told me. And so one day, somebody walked up and was like, oh, I didn't know that old buddy had accused you of sexual harassment and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who? Because number one, there's like a list of technicians that I can go down and talk about. It's like every fucking messages. week. Yeah, it's like somebody's always trying to get And me. I've seen it. I've fucking seen it. So also, that, that, that kind of, I don't want to interrupt you, but like that also brings you to the point where people are kind of prejudiced against us, which we don't get a lot really surprisingly yeah but uh, people that are typically prejudiced about shit like that are low-key like want to Mm -hmm. fuck you and like are mad at themselves about it or something though but like i prefer to put it in the open because i love you and like you're the coolest person i've ever met in my fucking life so it's like why the fuck would i hide that i'm not ashamed of it I'm, i'm i'm happier than i've ever been in my fucking life and the thing so, is, you're not attracted to a man. Like, I could see if I was walking around here with, like, a big mustache and right. makeup. And I don't know. Like, okay, the way I feel about it is I don't consider a man gay if they're attracted to me. Because it's like they're basically looking at a woman. Yeah. Now, I guess knowing that I'm trans, maybe I guess some people look at it like that way, but I don't because most men that I meet usually are attracted to me, regardless of the fact if they're quote-unquote straight, bisexual, whatever the case may be. Usually they always are. Yeah. So, I 
don't know, but it just really hurt my feelings up because I'm like, you're basically defaming my character to people and making you like a pervert. Yes, and I'm like, I don't need trust and believe. I have a man, but even if I didn't, you wouldn't need that. I don't need to sexually harass anybody. Right, you can get it on your own. <laughs> yes, and I've seen the fucking <laughs> receipts for that too, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's f- so fucking annoying. You got me too, essentially. Yeah, I just like people are always trying to like bring me down for some reason. Just like one of the managers had said something like, "Oh, well, maybe he thinks that you want like attention or something." I don't need that either because regardless, people are always going to give me attention. They're like, oh, your makeup, your hair, your nails, your this, your that. That's just who I am. Like the way that I dress and how glamorous I am, that has nothing to do with trying to get attention from people. That's just who I am at heart. It is. Like you love those things. Right. You like obsess over them. Yeah. It's like a hobby. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not shitting on you for it. Like I just like, no, it's just like that's your thing. I'm just very girly. That's your like, thing, and you like obsess over them. Like it's yeah. it's a hobby of yours. You you're good at it too. Like you're good at makeup. You used to do makeup tutorials, and you're mm-hmm. you're good at those. I'm like, sorry, back doing it once we move in. Yeah, I, I, I want you to. Um, I'm sorry if this has been you know a chipper episode <laughs> and positive. Usually it's like I'm complaining or mad about something, but like everything's going pretty good. Um, I, well, it was going good to today. What do you mean? So you did what you did at Target. Oh, I saw somebody I knew and I wasn't like immediately like, um, hey, this is my girlfriend, Dorian. I feel shitty about it. But like usually like I told you, Dorian, whenever I see somebody I know in public and some of y'all can probably vouch for me on this um, is I'll see somebody I know at Target. Nothing against anybody I run into, but mm-hmm. I'm, you know, like uh, pretty uh, uh, introverted. Uh, I'm a homebody. I stay in a lot. So when I see somebody I know my first thought is kind of like all right well let's get this over with kind of <clears throat> and like i said it's nothing against the person i ran into person i ran into is great but i just i don't know i'm not good at that shit and i get uncomfortable and it's weird and you know fucking i think a lot of people are like that um so i didn't think to introduce dorian dorian was with me um i guess i kind of assumed she probably knew who dorian was since she follows me on instagram and stuff uh but in hindsight, I wish I would have. It was rude and made you feel like shit, and I feel bad about it. Yeah, I was highly pissed off about it. You were. Like, you you, you, you were visibly pissed about it the rest of the fucking time yeah. there. And I was I, because whenever we're out and I see somebody I know, I'm always introducing him. Like, hey, this is my boyfriend, Nick, and stuff like that. So, it's just, I don't know. But he, Nick knows, like, everything that we've been through. So, it's not just like I'm being, like, a brat. Like, oh... You know, he didn't introduce me. It's like no, it goes it's, back to the beginning of our relationship. That's yeah. like something that I've always struggled with with us. Yeah, it's, you know, and it, it, it's weird. It's weird and it, it's shitty and I shouldn't have done it. Or I should have done it in hindsight and I didn't. And honestly, if I if I went back, I would do it. I don't know why I didn't, other than just, like, I would get uncomfortable in those situations. Because mm-hmm. I get uncomfortable by myself in those situations, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, hey, I just, like, how do I end this as quick as possible? Yeah. And that's what I was doing. I will defend you on that, though. I feel like you were just trying to, like, move along so we can get our shit. That's what out. I was doing. You know, we were on the cereal aisle. I wanted to get mm-hmm. some cereal. I wanted to find something we could both agree on. We got some special mm-hmm. K. We're domestic now. 
Yeah, no, I we like go to that. Target together and buy stuff. You got like dishes and plates and stuff. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, you, I clean this kitchen and stuff, and I yes. like, I like this. Uh, a lot of people don't. More than I do, and I love it. Oh, a lot of people don't like that, and like the thought of like being domesticated with with a, a, a significant other. Like, feels like they're being suffocated in some way, or like they they don't. They feel like they need space. I like it. Like it, I like going to Target with you. I like going grocery shopping with you. I like doing uh quote unquote adult things, which is something stupid fucking people like. I, I don't know how to adult today and shit like that. But it's like <laughs> it's stuff you're supposed to do as an adult. But like yeah. typically people are like, that's a necessity, and you have to do that. To me, it's like, oh, this I is feel fun. Like we just reached that point of our life where that's where we are. I mean, because it's fun to me. In my younger days, I was kind of like that, where I didn't want to be domesticated with anybody. But I guess, like, as you get older, and then it's like when you meet the one, mm-hmm. then all of that stuff is kind of different. Because even in my past relationships that were quote unquote serious, they were never the way that they are with you. Right. And like, I wouldn't bitch at them about anything because I didn't care. <laughs> Well, yeah, here, here's the thing, too, is like like I was saying, I love doing shit like that. And it's cool to have somebody to do it with. Um, I like going grocery shopping. It's cathartic. I don't know why. I like it, though. And I know some people are like, oh, fuck, I got to go do that. It's like, yay, I get to go to fucking Target or the Pig and yeah, go get groceries. Walmart or something I wouldn't want to go. But I no, I don't like Walmart. I don't fucking shop there. I don't, for multiple reasons. I don't have some kind of political stance on it other than fuck those people. Well, but it's very It sucks. It sucks. It's sucks. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. It sucks. And the one we have that's close to us sucks dick. Yes. And I just don't like going period anyway. You want to talk about running into people you don't want to fucking see. <laughs> it's every time you fucking go there. Yeah. But, you know, like, I'll, you know, th- this is what sucks about me having the DUIs on my record is mm-hmm. I love grocery shopping. Perfect job for me. Working it shipped, buying people's groceries. I would yeah. love that. Yeah. But I can't do it because the fucking driving record just dog shit. Yeah. Uh, hopefully one day. That's pretty bad. That's a dream job. <laughs> like, that's be a perfect job for me. I would love yeah. that. But I like doing shit like that. It's yeah. fun. And when you got somebody to do it with it, you can't really beat it. Um, and, you know, sorry for the, the positivity episode. Hopefully it makes you feel better. I don't know. Like, I, if well, that, I if that, they want to hear like, oh, my God. Okay, let's come back and be like, I'm so fucking depressed this week. Like, things have been decent. No, yeah, yeah, I know. It, it probably gets very. Updates. It, yeah, and it gets <laughs> exhausting, I'm sure, complaining all the time. But, you know, that is kind of the appeal of like. Oh, we've been going out more lately, too, as far as, like, us doing things together. Like, yeah. Like, we went to the noodle place and had drinks. Yeah, shout out to... I didn't even know we had a place like that in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, shoe shop. Yes, yeah, a shout yeah. out to Shoe Shop. Fucking a uh, great little spot. Had some sake, drank a little bit, had some fun. It was fun. I had a fun night, and, you know, like, we're going to try to do that more. Um I know it sounds pathetic to some of y'all probably because you probably some of y'all probably get out like you know go out with your friends drink stuff like that. We're we're fucking homebody fucking losers, yeah, I guess. I like but being we, a homebody though. No, but that's the thing though. I feel like you know, it, and not to shit on anybody else's way of life. Like do what you want, do what makes you happy. Yeah. This makes me happy though. Very basic shit, and I don't know. It, it, once again, it might be the medication. 
But uh, I think that's why we work so well. Because, like, I like doing things, but primarily I'm a homebody. I'm happy with just being at home. Perfect example of what you just said is both of us kind of clicking on that. Yeah. We went to cookout today. Cookout just opened here. (laughs) (laughs) And we pull in. And it's fucking packed, and you're just like, let's just go to the drive-thru. I don't want to fucking... I'm not going... I don't want to be around this. And I was like, perfect. I don't either. It sucks ass, and I don't want to do it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know. That I feel like that's a that's a good update. Uh, I'm going to try to get out... I, I got a couple of shows booked up uh, for March. I'm going to try to fill that calendar out with some more shows um, ASAP. Uh, you know, I don't want to put this in stone but i've been thinking a lot about it and i guess i'll say it here it's not a real true announcement um but it's what i've been thinking it's on my mind and it, th- th- this whole podcast the beauty of it is it's a little spur of the moment kind of talk about like what comes into my mind at that moment lately for the past few months even you you know i've discussed this with you a lot but i was thinking you know and i can go in depth about this on a different episode because i have a lot of feelings about it but I've been doing stand-up for almost a decade. I live in Birmingham. I don't have any like prospects with it other than I like doing it, but I, I like doing this podcast and stuff like that, and I want to continue doing that and doing the one with Chris and all this other stuff. Yeah. But I was thinking, you know, as far as stand-up, um, quite possibly, and this isn't set in stone, and I really shouldn't even be saying it because I, I probably w- will find a way to not stick to it. Um, but for sure this year, I'd like to record an album of all my favorite stuff, like compile an hour of everything that I feel like are my best jokes over the past decade, record them in Tuscaloosa uh, for an album, and then see how I feel after that, and then possibly just fucking be done with stand-up. I don't know, though. I I, I really hate that I just said that, <laughs> but we'll see, because after that, like all that shit's gone. Yeah. I feel like one of two things with that. First thing, if I do that, it feels like the past 10 years haven't been a waste. I've got a document of everything of the past decade of like, I've been doing it eight years as a of this decade. year, but but it's almost a decade. Um, but I say a decade, it's eight years. It's basically one. It is. You know, yeah. it's, it's been a lot of time I've put into it. You know, yeah. like I've moved all over the place, fucking lived in LA for a while, done it everywhere. But... Yeah, it, it feels like it wouldn't be a waste if I kind of just show my work over the past eight years on one album. Yeah. And if I feel like starting from scratch again and seeing how that goes, that'll be the beauty of it, too. It might be fun to start over. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll see how that goes, though. But for sure, would like to put an album this year, out this year. Uh, hopefully, you guys will buy it Um, when I do. Really, it's not even about money. It's just I want to put some work, like, I want to show that this past eight years haven't been a waste and that I've worked my ass off on it. Yeah. You know, I've, I've done more in stand up than I ever thought I would possibly do. It might not seem like a big accomplishment to people with like TV credits and shit like that, but I, I've done more than most. You do pretty good. Like, I've I done mean, more I than feel most. Like the stuff that you have done, like for some Alabama. At least to me, I think it's pretty good. The That's situation I'm in. I think that you're like this big superstar. It's like when the guy walked up to me like, oh, I saw Nick on TV. I was like, oh, that's Dorian's boyfriend. Yeah. Like, you're always 
doing something, I feel like, when it comes to comedy. So for me, I think you do pretty good. Yeah, and you know, I need to hear that sometimes, honestly, because I know that I've worked my ass off on it. But, you know, here's the thing with comedy, and I don't want to get... You made me laugh in the first night I met you. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to go too to in-depth into the whole thing, because I might do it on another episode, because I have mm-hmm. a lot of thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 the long and short of it is that... Um, I feel like, and this this is probably the case with most people that pursue stand-up, no matter what opportunity you get and how much shit that's good, like accomplishments you get in comedy, it never is enough. It's never enough. It never feels like it's enough. I could get booked all week at, at a club. If I lived in New York, got booked at every club, had had a, like three Comedy Central specials, had a, like a successful podcast. I feel like I would still be like, this is it. This I still haven't done everything I want to, and I never will. And you're going to be just constantly trying to chase that fucking. So I would say drive to do more. And to do more. more, and it just never ends. And it's like that's just no way to live, really. That's how I feel with YouTube. Because like when I did YouTube, I had like um, endorsements. I did like um, sponsored videos with companies. They would send me products to promote. Um, I got paid money, but. I just always felt like it wasn't to where I needed it to be. But I think when you go into something that's like a craft of yours, at least not speaking for you, but for me, when I was doing YouTube, I went into it, number one, because I love makeup and fashion and stuff, but it was basically for money. I was wanting to do that. Yeah. I have to work. And then when it got to the point where I was making money, that's for me too. Where I wanted it to be, I kind of shied away from it well here the uh, same for me and it, it, it here's here's how i felt about it i was like i'd always been told i was funny and that i should try stand up from people people always have thought i was funny yeah. that's just undeniable i've always been told that by people You're and that idiot. i should yeah and that i should try stand up <laughs> so after being told that so much and thinking about it, i was like man it would be a real fucking shame to not at least try it yeah. And see if I'm good, and then maybe something comes of it. And I don't have to fucking work a shitty job anymore. Yeah. And um, I think that's the root of a lot of it. Is like none of us want to work real fucking jobs. Like no. nobody wants to fucking do that. <laughs> nobody wants to work a shitty fucking job. No. And so the dream job would be doing something you fucking love doing. Right. I love doing stand up. So there's that. That's the origin of that. But yeah, <laughs> I, that that's about good on time i think you know i hope you guys like this episode there's many more to come we're back um i love doing this the bitch is back (laughs) i love doing this with you i love you um i hope you guys love this podcast as much as i love doing it um the 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 people that the listeners that i keep in contact with that message me about it i really appreciate y'all uh, no more pressure about the Patreon from my end anyway. Uh, just enjoy the free content we're going to put out. Maybe the Patreon will come back eventually. Uh, I don't know. But for now, enjoy just some free episodes. We're going to put out one each week and it's free. And, you know, if you like it, great. If you don't, uh, you, nobody's got a fucking gun to your head and we're not charging you for it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's been it for Table for One Dumb Boy. I'm Nick Thomas, baby. <laughs> and you're who? I'm Dorian, the bitch. The bitch. The bitch. bitch. <laughs>